This is episode number 132 with Taro Isokapala of foursigmatic.com. New concepts and ideas to help you reach your full potential. Success 101 Podcast. Welcome to the Success 101 Podcast. This is your host, Jared Warren. In each episode, my goal is to bring you a new concept or idea to help you maximize your full potential. Thanks for joining me here today. Now let's kick things off. Hey guys, welcome back to the Success 101 Podcast. This is your host, Jared Warren, and we're taking a walk on the wild side today as we dive into the incredible world of mushrooms. Yes, that's right. You heard me, the incredible world of mushrooms. My friends over at foursigmatic.com, who I found out about long ago through the likes of my good friends Ben Greenfield and Sean Stevenson, who are all about their products and the benefits that they hold turned me on to Four Sigmatic, and I started hearing more and more about their mushroom products and how they can help us each day with peak performance. So I had to bring it to you, right? And guys, let me tell you, the world of mushrooms is absolutely incredible. I never thought I'd be doing a podcast on mushrooms. I never thought that I would even be talking about being excited about mushrooms. Heck, I knew nothing about mushrooms, but here we are. And as my faithful listeners know, the only reason I would be bringing this to you is if it's awesome. And it absolutely is. So whether you are looking for more brain power every day through their lion's mane elixir mushroom powder, whether you want energy boost and recovery, as many athletes are using their cordyceps elixir for out there, if you're trying to reduce stress through their mushroom hot cacao with reishi, heck, they've even got a way for you to melt away stress with mushroom hot cacao with reishi, which is basically a mushroom hot cocoa. I wanted to bring Taro onto the podcast so he could tell you himself the benefits of these mushrooms, why so many people in the know out there are starting to use these, how they're safe and healthy, and they taste amazing as well. You'll hear us talk a little bit about Bulletproof Coffee in this episode. I actually take my lion's mane and my cordyceps elixirs and mix those in with my Bulletproof Coffee each morning, and it tastes phenomenal. It adds just that extra kick. And it doesn't taste like mushrooms either, guys. You'll hear about that in the episode. I thought as I was getting ready to receive my first box of lion's mane and cordyceps that it was going to taste like a portobello mushroom in a cup and absolutely nasty. Who wants that? But it tastes very, very good. The coffee blends taste very much like coffee that's spiced up a little bit. The mushroom elixirs actually taste a little bit more like a bold tea. But for a guy that doesn't drink a lot of tea, it's actually a lot better. You just have to go out and get yourself some in order to see. So we'll mention this in the show, but go ahead and head over to Four Sigmatic. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C. Go visit my good friends over there. Get yourself a box or two or four of their lion's mane, their cordyceps, or anything else you see over there. Heck, they've even got mushroom lemonade. They have put the science behind peak performance and delivering it to you in a way that has a lot less caffeine, a lot less jitters, a lot less acidity through these mushroom elixirs. So go try it out for yourself. And without any further delay, let's dive right on into my episode with Tarot of Four Sigmatic. I really think you'll enjoy this episode, and I think you'll also be blown away at the benefits that mushrooms can bring and why they have been so hidden from us for so long here in the U.S. Talking to myself. Will I see God? Walking 
Hey, Tara, welcome to the Success 101 podcast. So excited to have you here. How are things for you today? Thanks, man, for having me on. Things are really well. You know, I've had a great morning. I've done my morning routine and I'm excited to talk all things uh, mushroom success and peak performance. Absolutely, man. And I was really excited to find out I was going to get a shot at getting you on. I have uh, watched your product uh, really, I guess, just gain in popularity from afar. Sean Stevenson, who I follow pretty closely just with some of the issues I was dealing with with sleep and things like that, whenever I got turned on to him, he uses your product all the time. And uh, he researches a ton of things out there. And so I know if he's using it, it's got to be good. And then I just started seeing more of your YouTube videos. And if you had told me that I would have a podcast that I would get excited about at one point dealing with mushrooms or mushroom coffee, I would have probably thought you were crazy. But here we are. (laughs) I've got you on. I know it's very familiar for you and your upbringing and your background, just from what I know about you, probably very foreign to a lot of my listeners out there. But I really want to bring them the best in research and knowledge to help us be at our best each day with uh, peak performance and maximum potential. And just from what I can tell from your product, along a lot of the brain-based behavior and things like that, that's what you guys aim to do at your company and a lot more. So really looking forward to diving in here. Why don't you fill in some gaps for us on, you know, I know you just didn't wake up one day and go, hey, I'll go pick some mushrooms and then I'll market this. Uh, I know there's a big story there in the background. So why don't you tell my listeners where you're from and how that all started and what got you to, you know, Four Sigmatic today with where you are and, uh, you know, promoting your mushroom product line? Yeah, for sure. First of all, I got to thank Sean Ben, but he's a he's a pretty thorough guy. He when he researches something, he really goes oh, absolutely pretty deep. <laughs> but I got to thank him for hooking you up as well. So yeah, my background starts in Finland, and I am a 13 generation family farmer from a small town about two hours north from the capital, Helsinki. And so my dad is agronomist. My mom is a nursing teacher taught physiology and anatomy and then my great-grandfather started this like environmental school kind of forging school that I attended as well and then studied chemistry nutrition business and you know kind of grew up with the whole thing obviously the Finnish or Scandinavian nature is pretty close to something like Maine and Vermont and so there's a lot of mushrooms and berries you know just uh, great staples for uh, calories and nutrition and then played sports and through a couple of different accidents, ended up coaching professional athletes, models, CEOs, uh, nutrition, and, and peak performance about 12 years ago. And then through another random accident, bumped into a rare mushroom that was only thought to grow in one island in Japan and found it with a college friend about 11 years ago. And that got me deeper into the world of mushrooms. So wow. kind of an intro to that. And then uh, about four years ago, we launched Four Sigmatic first overseas and about a year and a half ago in the U.S. And then we're kind of a company that want to popularize mushrooms and break some myths around what people think of mushrooms and what's the actual reality. And and we can talk more about that today as well. Yeah. And you guys are doing such a great job of marketing your product out there. I mean, product placement is everything nowadays with social media the way it is, just really running the world. And if it hadn't been for that, I wouldn't have known about you guys. Things like Snapchat and Instagram really help to push the content out. And I'm sure you guys are grateful for that as well. I love the background that you have there, 13th generation. I'm a huge lineage person. In fact, I just recently bought the farmhouse that my, it doesn't go back 13 generations, but it goes back about 75 years. I've got the house that my dad was born and raised in and my uh, grandfather and great-grandfather lived there. So I'm huge on family. Do you get back over there uh, very often to Finland? Yeah, I try to go as much as I can. I was just there. I got back like 
a week ago. So yeah, I try to go try to go as often as I can. Very cool. And you mentioned Maine. We just booked, uh, my wife and I just booked our first ever trip to Maine. We've been trying to go for, gosh, about five years now. And I've wanted to get up there and just get out in the just get out in the wilderness and the open, and uh, we're finally getting a chance to do that. So, hey, great for forging. So, if you have, if you feel uh, <laughs> brave enough, well, maybe I can give you a couple pointers. But oh, that'd be awesome. Get some mushrooms going on as well. Those are like an easy way to start. Oh, awesome! Yeah, I'm always terrified. I'd go pick the wrong thing and then you know end up in a coffin somewhere. <laughs> well, here's the here's the first one. Maybe that's like if for those people who are more adventurous, is that a lot of people think mushrooms only grow in the ground, but a lot of the mushrooms that we're going to talk today and what is called medicinal mushrooms or these kind of superfood mushrooms, they almost only grow on trees and, and those are not poisonous. So there's really not a case of a poisonous tree mushroom. So it's uh, way safer to pick mushrooms from trees. So that's awesome. kind of your first rule of thumb. That's good. That's good to know. Now I won't venture the wrong territory there. So man, let's dive in here and let's get deep on this. I know that, you know, I may be wrong on this and you can totally correct me if I am. But if I am looking at peak performance, max potential, living up to the best version of myself, over here in the States, a lot of what you're hearing right now and a lot of what's being pushed really heavily is bulletproof coffee for good reason. I think there's a lot of research and backing behind that. I love bulletproof. I love Dave Asprey. I know for a lot of the videos and you know a lot of the things that I've seen for you and your company, you're taking mushrooms, though. You're putting that with hot water and basically making what you're calling mushroom coffee. You're also adding maybe some cacao or some uh, chocolate to that, and then also doing the whole, maybe similar to what people know as the bulletproof, which is putting, you know, a tablespoon or two of the grass-fed butter in there. Tell me how mushrooms are helping, you know, your faithful followers out there that are using your Four Sigmatic products every single day. How is it really helping with brain boost and brain activity help us uh, really be higher versions of ourselves? Yeah, there's like two ways to answer this question. So first of all, looking at mushrooms in general, and we can talk about that in a second, or then we can talk about existing habits and upgrading or replacing existing habits. So you can look at peak performance from from the fact of doing the best optimal thing, or you can do just like constant and never-ending improvement. And I think coffee is a great example of something where where most people are having it, and with small upgrades, you can have an impact on your life without having to learn a new habit or ritual. So a lot of people have coffee. So let's talk about coffee for a while. So coffee is amazing. So coffee is actually number one source of antioxidants in in the United States. And unfortunately, that's partly because we don't eat that many vegetables. But that's the downside. But the good side is that there's pretty interesting research on preventing Parkinson, Alzheimer, you know, antioxidants, heart disease. By the way, heart disease is number one cause of death and antioxidants can probably... Sure help with that. So there's a lot of good sides to it. But what we also know about coffee is that, and I think everybody can relate to this, is that coffee is quite acidic. And some people who drink a lot of it over the course of multiple years, even decades, they get a little bit of stomach burns. They don't always feel like optimal. Some people even get acid reflux. So that's one problem. The other problem that it is a nervous system stimulant. Uh, It is a stimulant and can, you know, and that can cost you a lot of things. You can can cause you jitters if you're more sensitive or drink a lot, or it can cause you adrenal fatigue, and all these things happen. So coffee is kind of like the best ever and the worst ever. So it really comes down to quality and, and, and amounts. But people love that habit. It tastes good. So then enter mushrooms. Is Interestingly enough, in the Second World War, uh, this one particular mushroom, chocolate, was used as a coffee substitute in Finland when there was lack of coffee beans. Finland also happens to be 
the number one consumer of coffee per capita. So we drink on average about four cups per day. So for every guy or girl who doesn't drink coffee, there's someone who drinks eight cups. And I know some of those eight cup people, so believe it or not. Yeah. So, uh, and we've been using, so what happens is that this one particular mushroom called chaga that grows on birch trees is extremely high in minerals. And I believe you talked about this on your pod a few times. I listened to the natural stacks episode as well. It's like a lot of the illnesses and problems also with cognitive health are related to mineral deficiencies, predominantly things like zinc, magnesium, you know, iron. But for example, chaga is the highest source of zinc, pretty much gram per gram. There's also other minerals like germanium. And minerals make it, there's like coffee-like beverage that people use as a coffee substitute, make it a lot more alkaline. And also chaga is probably, I mean, internet loves to debate this, but gram per gram, the highest source of antioxidants. So one cup of uh, just chaga can equal to about 30 pounds of carrots in antioxidants or five cups of blueberries. So essentially you're getting in even more antioxidants, you know, less acidic form. And then there's other mushrooms like lion's mane that can be used for brain power if you're looking for that from your coffee or cordyceps that increases oxygen intakes and supports adrenals. So essentially, long story short, coffee's great, has its downsides. You can use mushrooms that taste like coffee to mitigate those downsides and even upgrade them to a totally new level. And you can have your coffee ritual without some of the downsides and, and a little bit more medicinal properties in general. So that's the idea of it. Okay, Tara, I want to dive into y'all's, you know, one of the biggest things that I want to do is send over traffic your way. I mean, anything that comes across my plate that is beneficial, like I said, for maximizing our performance each day, especially starting in the mornings, I want to send traffic that way. I know you guys are very well researched out there from all of the product reviews that I've read on what you guys are doing and the videos that I've seen. Why don't we go through the main staple products you guys have for the mushroom coffee, mushroom elixirs. I know you've also got uh, mushroom hot cacao. I even saw mushroom lemonade on your website and maybe some smoothie stuff. But where should we start for uh, brain performance and brain behavior? I think maybe the lion's mane is where I would direct us, but you can tell us best. And I think Tim Ferriss just did, you know, congrats to you guys. Tim Ferriss just did a big push trying to get uh, your product knowledge out as well. And, uh, and so congrats on that. Thanks. Yeah. Tim has a pretty big audience, so we're just now trying, <laughs> trying to hang with that, being quite the ride. But yeah, so I would say that if you want, in the traditional sense, brain power, lion's mane is something you should look into. It's um, often toted as a nootropic or a smart drug. It is a food, though. It's generally regarded as safe. It is a mushroom that grows on trees, used sometimes in oriental countries as a meat substitute has a nice, you know, flavor. You cook it in, in butter and whatnot, but it has a couple compounds that can penetrate the blood-brain barrier, help support and protect nerve curve factors. So there's a lot of interesting stuff there. I would still say that a lot of the brain power focus is, uh, I think, it's pretty narrow if we only look at the brain because a lot of, if you think of optimal performance, there's other factors such as like general energy consumption. There's also um, your immunity, gut health, and other things like that that can really play a big role in your productivity, uh, long term and short term. So, and, and you're mainly referring to the lion's mane. Yeah, so I would. Lion's mane is definitely for uh, short term brain power. Interesting, but I would still encourage people who are looking for optimal performance at work really think about the value of not having any sick days, for example. So, if if you could, with the use of medicinal mushrooms and particularly compounds, they're polysaccharides like beta D glucans that can help keep you uh, from not getting sick. Um, what's the value of every day 
you're not sick. So how many days you're sick per year? And then what if you would not be sick for a single day in, for example, three years? What would be the value of that? And building your immunity through uh, use of mushrooms or how you can use mushrooms like cordyceps that have been popular with triathletes and MMA fighters and whatnot to increase oxygen intake with up to 15% increase in your maximum oxygen intake. So what would that be, that natural energy without stimulation? What would that be a boost in your productivity? So sometimes I think when we think about brain power and productivity, we only look at a very narrow view of body function. So I would say I would start with lion's mane mushroom, read more about that. And then another interesting might be for a lot of people is cordyceps, either as a coffee substitute or just a natural energy source sometimes classified as an adaptogen. So thing that helps your body to adapt to stressors. And uh, so those two might be your first two picks. So I think the way I've seen them described mostly is the increase in brain productivity or just overall productivity with the lion's mane and then maybe just more uh, stimulation, almost like coffee with the cordyceps, but you're saying more oxygen release through the blood, through the body, correct? Yeah, and ATP production, which is um, our cellular energy. And that's all actually actually very much related to your brain function is how your uh, cells and your mitochondria operate. So there's a very clear linkage there. So is it okay to mix those? I mean, would you have anybody that would put lion's mane and cordyceps in one uh, drink or are you saying maybe keep those separate for totally different things? Yeah, that's actually a great one. So I mentioned the word nootropic or smart drug that has in the last, let's say, three to four years gained quite a lot of, uh, you know, somewhat hype around it. You know, on the products I pull approve and whatnot has, you know, also raised awareness and then Hollywood movies, Limitless and other things like that. And a lot of the uh, original smart drugs, Modafin and, you know, amphetamine based, Rosatoms and other things like that, they're not very sustainable. You know, I guess the one that people also know is Adderall and they're not food, they are drugs, you know, and they had their downsides as well. So what mushrooms, on the other hand, are they are food. They are generally regarded as safe. They are something that kids can have, and you can definitely mix them, and they will not have the similar kind of downsides that would you find from these other kinds of smart drugs. Now, the effects, depending who you are, might be a little bit smaller, but you can also take them on a daily basis. So you can have them every day for the next few years, and, and there's no risk, and you can mix and match them, and so that's also cool. But yeah. Generally recorded as safe, uh, still pretty powerful, and we can talk more about the active ingredients as well if you want. Yeah, that'd be great. Why don't you steer us in that direction? Just go with whatever you think would be best for our listeners. I think the most important when we talk about mushrooms in general is, I kind of mentioned, is these water-soluble compounds called polysaccharides. So, for example, the company, our company name is Four Sigmatic, is very geeky way of saying that we only represent the 50 most researched foods in the world. And out of those 50, you know, 10 or so are actually mushrooms. So this category called medicinal mushrooms. So out of about 1.5 million different types of fungi in the world, there's about three, 400 that have enough of these metabolites, which are then basis for about 40% of our drugs. So a lot of people don't know, but many of our uh, pharmaceuticals are derived from fungi. And fungi is a kingdom, its own kingdom. It's not part of plants or animals, it's totally different. It's actually a lot closer to humans than uh, plants. So we share between 30 to 50% of the same DNA and about 80 to 85% of this ribosomal RNA in our body with, uh, with fungi. So we're kind of almost half mushrooms as humans. 
And uh, so mushrooms are extremely well studied, and the most studied group is these polysaccharides, especially these beta-D glucans. And uh, what they do is they modulate our immune system. They have a very high molecular weight, so they can heal, improve our gut biome, and balance our blood sugar, and many other things like that. As far as the brain power goes, if we go to lion's mane, and lion's mane is somewhat used to prevent Alzheimer and Parkinson, you know, and other kind of neurological damages and reflexes. And there's really cool of uh, studies, for example, from Japan, how lion's mane has helped to improve um, cognitive impairment on older people. So there's also pretty interesting research there. But generally, it's like brain power and nervous system related. Now, there's a couple compounds in lion's mane. And unlike the polysaccharides that are water-soluble, these are fat-soluble compounds, heronicinose and ericinose. And so they're essentially also the kind of the Latin name of, of lion's mane. And like I mentioned briefly, is that those are things that are shown to stimulate the NGF production. And NGF comes from nerve growth factors, and that's directly related to our cognitive function. And then these two compounds are, are just small enough. So if you buy synthetic and nerve growth factors, it might not work that well because they can't penetrate the blood-brain barrier, whereas these natural compounds are small enough to do it. So essentially, they increase this myelination that ensures the clear transmission of information across synapses. So it's really like, if I bring it back in layman terms, I would say that this is like how information gets, it's like the software and the polysaccharides and work more on the hardware, whereas what these these sterols and these fat-soluble compounds in mushrooms are more like related to the software and how information gets transformed between applications or between software in general. So both super, super important, but more for brain power, I would look into these these kind of fat-soluble compounds in in these medicinal mushrooms. Tara, how would you compare this to, let's say, bulletproof coffee? Okay, and this is not to, (laughs) this is not to like, Hit you guys against each other. That's not what this is for at all. But I think there's a lot of people out there maybe who, like you said, they have maybe there's some acidity in coffee that they can't tolerate or just, you know, they, they want to try something new. What would you say maybe, you know, for Sigmatic products, as far as especially the lines of main, since we're camped on that here for a second, what would you say would be the advantage to someone saying, you know what, I've been doing the bulletproof coffee thing, or maybe I'm going down that path and now I've heard about this. What is the advantage of maybe doing mushroom coffee over the bulletproof coffee? Well, there's two elements with the Bulletproof Coffee. There's one element is the actual beans. And, you know, Dave's claim that their source is, you know, preventing them from having mycotoxins, which is somewhat relevant to coffee as well. And then the other part is the other two ingredients in the base of a Bulletproof Coffee, which is grass-fed butter, and then coconut and sometimes palm oil-related MCT oil. So essentially... Brain octane. Yeah. Correct. And or um, just MCT by itself, if you're not that okay with some of the palm oil sourcing stuff. But anyway, the point is that you could have our product with butter and MCT oil if you want, and you can use the bulletproof ingredients for that, and you can make your own mushroom bulletproof combo. But uh, if I start on the first part, which is the beans, is that our product will have significantly less caffeine. So it depends how you prepare your coffee. Normal cup of coffee can have between 80 to 200 milligrams of caffeine. Ours would only have 40. So that would be, you know, half or just a quarter of a coffee. So that some people who are very sensitive and or who drink a lot can benefit from that. Uh, I mentioned the the minerals and the um, less acidic uh, experience by drinking this coffee through the use of chaga mushroom. 
And then I mentioned that the coffee is a stimulant and it will probably be useful if you balance it out, not just with mushrooms, but these adaptogens that help balance our uh, nervous system and, and our hormones. So essentially, hopefully you will not get jitters. Hopefully you will not experience acid reflux or stomach burns. You'll still have a pleasant flavor. And on top of it, you will be scoring all these other uh, beneficial compounds found in, in medicinal mushrooms. But you can definitely have it with the butter and the oil if you like that style, or you can just drink it black or just have it with almond milk. So essentially, you can doctor it any way you want, but that's the difference. And also, our coffee is mycotoxin-free, which is kind of the irony here that mycotoxin refers to mushroom toxins and certain kinds of molds that are found on food products. I think everything that I've seen so far is where it's being suggested to be used with just, you know, hot water, mostly. I think all, you know, most of the videos that I've ever seen, even long before I knew we would have you on the show and I was checking things out, it's mostly hot water. Could somebody mix the lion's mane mushroom packet that you guys send out? You know, it's in a it's in a box for those of you that haven't seen it. It comes in small little packets. How many per box, Taro? Uh, the lion's mane will have 20 packets in a box and comes in powder. It's individually packaged or you can easy to travel with or carry it. and Yeah, that was one of the things that was really uh, appealing to me is, you know, I know that uh, some of the Bulletproof stuff has the Instamix now where you can just take, you know, your own, you know, take the mix and put it in the coffee or whatever, but you're still, you're still having to find coffee, you know, somewhere. All you need here is hot water. Are you mixing it or, or would you suggest mixing it in coffee as well rather than just hot water or how do you? I mean, if you, if you want the full-on Bulletproof experience and you do okay with coffee and or you use it very strategically in, in cycles, you can definitely add it. So, Dave has been promoting us in his quarterly box and, you know, be mentioning it in his blog where you can make just like an upgraded Bulletproof coffee recipe and a couple of, of the Bulletproof ambassadors. If you want to check out a cool video, there's a guy named Luke Story, L-U-K. Oh, yeah. And yeah, you can probably link it in show notes or somewhere. And he has a video on like the next, next level Bulletproof coffee where he adds all this like <laughs> crazy stuff in it. So if you really want to go deep, Luke's video it's really beautifully made, but also gives a lot of good points on using sp spring water and all kinds of stuff. And he uses a couple of mushrooms there, cordyceps, lion's mane, and a chaga tea base, and just like shows how you can use the mushrooms in, in that form. So you don't have to use our mushroom coffee. You can just buy what we call mushroom elixirs that don't have any caffeine in it, and then just add it to your normal coffee if that's what you wish. Yeah, Luke's been on a lot of stuff lately. He's kind of He's kind of been out there uh, lately promoting some things. So I'll definitely look. Where is that video? I think it's on. I think it's in YouTube. Probably just YouTube. Okay, I'll yeah. I'll check it out and I'll link it in in uh, in show notes. So, how would you describe the coffee for those out there? I want to hear your description on this and not give mine. But how would you describe? Uh, you know, you say mushroom coffee, and people hear the description and they say, "Well, it's just it's water and it's a packet of you know mushroom powder type stuff." As you described a second ago, what would you describe to our listeners out there who are thinking about diving into this as the taste and how that compares to coffee? Well, start with what is not. It's not shroomy, so it's not going to taste like <laughs> mushrooms. We've done a lot of blind tests as well, and most people will not guess that there's any mushrooms in it. What people usually describe, and we have over a thousand like four and five star reviews online, so you can go read what the people say. But what they usually say, it's smooth. Uh, people who don't normally drink coffee black, they can drink this black because it's like, like I said, less acidic, smoother flavor. We have a couple different products. One of them is a little bit more fruity. And the other one is a little bit more rich. So there's like different flavors already in our space as well. The elixirs that we mentioned, the best way I could describe them is um, they taste like tea. They look like coffee and taste like tea. So the mushrooms coffees taste like coffee. The elixirs taste like tea. And then we have hot 
chocolates that hopefully taste like your normal hot cocoa. So yeah, I think most people would have, uh, and I thought this as well, you know, just think you think, man, I'm pouring water into like, I don't know, portobello mushrooms or, you know, something that they would have on their dinner table at night and, you know, thinking, man, I wouldn't enjoy that at all. And uh, you're right. I actually looked up online, you know, before we got on and there's tons of reviews of how, you know, so many people out there saying this stuff is so good can't be wrong. <laughs> right. I mean, there's power in that. So thanks to you guys for making a great product that we can uh, just continue to build on uh, for performance. I'd love to dive into, for those out there that maybe have not looked at the world of mushrooms or, you know, this is all just so foreign and new to them, which I think would be the majority of people out there. I know it was for me at one time. Let's dive into just overall knowledge of mushrooms. I mean, you're, you know, who else better to ask but you on that? Where could you take us down that path of just helping us understand the benefits even more so than you have already of knowledge around mushrooms? Sure. Let's start with the basics and then we'll go into a couple interesting stories that um, might be useful for your audience. So let's start with the facts. So mushrooms is like a common name for a kingdom called fungi. So fungi is a kingdom and mushrooms more specifically is one particular part of the, the fungi. We can talk about that later, but commonly just people call fungi as mushrooms. So fungi is an own kingdom. And as mentioned, it's not part of plants. Sometimes people on a plant-based diet or something like that, they say they also eat mushrooms. It's a it's slightly different thing. And we humans, like I mentioned, are way closer to mushrooms than we are to plants. For example, mushrooms breathe oxygen and expel CO2, just like humans. They also cannot make their own food and they use their quote-unquote, you know, skin to produce some things, for example, vitamin D. So for example, if you want a natural source of vitamin D, uh, mushrooms, sun-dried mushrooms are one of the best things you can get. And then when we talk about fungi as a kingdom, we acknowledge the same way there's many kinds of animals and plants, there's many kinds of mushrooms. So if there's a big difference between chihuahua and a blue whale, same way there's differences in mushrooms. A lot of people only think of portobello mushrooms or cremini mushrooms or butter mushrooms, which are surprisingly all the one same mushroom. And that's the only mushroom they know. Maybe they know shiitake as well. Right. Or then they think of psychedelics, you know, that's the other, <laughs> that other road, which is, I mean, it is, they're all fungi for sure. And obviously if you think of uh, uh, brain power recently, the whole microdosing and psychedelic thing has been really heating up and there's pretty interesting research coming out of, you know, places like John Hopkins University. So, I mean, that's kind of like a hot topic right now and discussing if potentially this, you know, class one substance, this illegal substance could actually be good for you. But not to go on that path, I just want to let you know that there's many kinds of mushrooms. For example, all your beer, wine, cheese, bread, all of these utilize fungi to get produced. Even now that you're listening to this pod and you're breathing in, you're breathing in up to 10 mushroom spores, which are essentially the seeds of mushrooms into your lungs. So you're sleeping on mushrooms, you're breathing mushrooms, and wherever you walk, yeah, and wherever you walk in this world, you're walking on top of mushrooms. So mushrooms and this part of mycelium is growing underground. So pretty much all plants, trees, anything that grows will require mushrooms or this mycelium network to collect water and nutrients, and they grow everywhere, so they're extremophile. So even on Antarctica or the nuclear reactor of Chernobyl, they will grow. So they're everywhere, and you just don't know it. And unfortunately, they've suffered from this food racism over the last couple of generations. But it's something that we as humans have been using forever and ever. So, Tara, I mean, you're dropping a ton of knowledge on us here around, again, just 
how we can use mushrooms to peak performance and better ourselves, you know, doing it in the early morning is, you know, that's genius to tap into your day and, and do that. And so it's awesome the way that you guys are, are getting this information out to us. Why do you feel like, I know, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, this is not foreign to you. It's foreign to a lot of us. Why are we just now hearing in such a, you know, a wide platform with social media and things like that? Why are we just now hearing about all these benefits of mushrooms if they truly do hold all of the knowledge and the research and the backing and everything that you've mentioned to helping us improve and be better? Where has this been hiding for so long? That's a great question. And, and actually, the first answer would be that it's not been hiding. It's, you know, just these medicinal mushrooms that we're talking about is about an $18 billion industry globally. But it's a lot of Oriental countries and, and Eastern European countries um, that are big into it. And just for some reason, Anglo-Saxon people have not been, they've been a little bit of mycophobic. And, and <laughs> So we've been in the dark. Correct. And so the rest of the world has been knowing a lot about it. Now, how, why is that? Nobody really knows for sure. There's a couple different theories. Uh, one is that some kind of um, uh, mold or something happened for the Anglo-Saxons, that one reason. One is actually women related to um, that. Women were the ones that would have a lot of the plant wisdom and a lot of the mushroom wisdom in, in ancient times with Anglo-Saxon cultures. And then at one point, women, and it was really a, hunt against witches and, and women and women were, you know, suppressed. And, and that was one of the reasons why also because of that mushrooms kind of got a bad rep because it was a field of, of women. So multiple different theories, nobody knows for sure, but now it's definitely been trending and hopefully myself and our company has done our fair share of, of spreading the mission for, of, of mushrooms. But there's a lot of people who've done it for as long as I've been alive and longer, and, and there's a lot of good work out there. But now with the help of social media and maybe the times of, you know, whole paleo, ancient foods, bone broth, fermented foods, the whole thing, you know, people are getting back to a lot of ancient nutrition things and, and also being a little bit of sick of the more synthetic processed standard American diet. So it's like a combination of a lot of stuff. Yeah, people are realizing after so long, it just it doesn't work and you feel like crap all the time and it's time to go back to our roots, really, I, I think. that's Yeah, and I think the, I, you are the quote that is often uh, attributed to Einstein is like, you can't solve the problems with the same consciousness as, the, as what caused those problems or right. you can't expect different results by doing the same stuff. So I think it's also why people are looking for new ways and sometimes the new way is the old way. So Yeah, absolutely. I see, uh, you know, a lot of your information out there. I see a lot of the the Rishi mushroom, if yep. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Just big red mushrooms. I see. I've seen that uh, lately. Uh, tell us a little bit about Rishi, which was a new one for me until before I started following you guys. I didn't know anything about that either. But it seems like that's very popular out there that I see a lot today. Yeah, it's uh, often known as also the queen of all mushrooms. It's probably the most researched of all the medicinal mushrooms. So it's definitely like if you're in doubt. Obviously, if you're looking for brain power, as I mentioned, lion's mane and cordyceps might be your your picks. But in general, if you just want mushrooms for general health, probably want to look into Rishi, R-E-I-S-H-I. It's a Japanese a Japanese name, and sometimes a lot of these names seem a little funky. They're Japanese, like shiitake, maitake, enokitake, and so that's why they're funky names. Anyway, back to Rishi is that why Rishi is awesome is that it has a... A lot of these calming benefits and blood sugar, uh, cholesterol balancing effects. And a lot of people who take Rishi, they report that if they've been unstressed or they're in a busy, they help bring them down from this like 
you know, fight or flight situation. And uh, like people like Sean Stevenson, who's talk a lot about in promoting the importance of, of sleeping and resting is like that super sleep is so underrated in just on our cognitive function. A lot of people want uppers when they think of brain health, they just want uppers and stimulants. Whereas the real answer is just sleep better and you'll have better cognitive function. So if you're looking to sleep better, you should dial into Sean's podcast, uh, Model Health Show, and also look into things like, you know, Rishi, along with other things like zinc, magnesium, whatnot. But that might be an interesting mushroom for people who have problems sleeping or relaxing. Sure. And I know with all the reviews and people that are becoming more in the know and aware of this, you guys have some pretty big names promoting Four Sigmatic out there just who believe in it, right? It's not, I mean, you guys aren't, I would believe that you guys aren't uh, sponsoring them or anything like that. I just see it come through on their feeds and things like that, which, you know, tells me that it's really working for them and they're not really promoting it. They're just saying, look, here's what works for me and this is what I'm doing. So we mentioned Sean Stevenson. Who are some other notable names you know of are out there that are using this and finding great value in it? Yeah, it's actually funny. I probably only know one third of them because a lot of, I always discover like random awesome people who've been taking our products that I just didn't know about it. If you're interested in more about information about mushrooms and health and whatnot, besides Sean's pod, another one good is Ben Greenfield. Uh, he's more, especially on the performance side, might be interesting. And oh yeah, I've got it, Ben coming on in uh, in October. I look forward to having him on. Yeah, he's been he's been taking our mushrooms for a long time. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of stuff. Models, actors, singers, rappers, CEOs, authors, and then the health people. You know, some of them want to remain private, but I think we've mentioned a few sure. here already. Yeah, it's really cool to see. You know, and the only reason that it's important to mention those names, fortunately or unfortunately, or, or mention some names as I think some people just have such a bias when they hear stuff like this is that they'll never try it until they know someone out there in the spotlight has actually done it and is uh, is, is using it. Unfortunately, it's, uh, I think people need to be a little bit more adventurous. And uh, I do a lot of research on the things that I jump on. It's not just, hey, I'm jumping on the bandwagon, what everybody else is doing. That's why you're here. I, I did a ton of research on you guys before I ever even, uh, you know, sought you out and followed others who did. But uh, but yeah, it's sometimes it's helpful to see other people who could be using tons of other stuff out there or being sponsored by other people say, look, this is what I do every day and it's helping and it's working. And, uh, you know, that might help steer their direction or hear, steer some of our listeners' attention that way. Tara, I would love to ask you as we wrap up the podcast here, just what your, if you're open to sharing, what your rituals are for morning. How do you prepare your mushroom coffee in the morning? What do you do in the evening? Are you doing some sort of reishi coffee in the evening to help you sleep? What does your life look like when it comes to uh, your overall knowledge of this and how you're using this for your betterment? So I don't have root like fixed routines i'm a believer that you need to like i'm also always on a kind of experimental diet as we're testing new products and i'm also curious myself i have some fundamentals that i appreciate in the mornings such as like opening the body i grew up doing a hard workout in the morning but i felt that it's not like the optimal thing so i like uh calm opening so one of the favorite things i like is like a yin yoga style of thing or just like an easy walk versus like immediately stimulating the nervous system. So something calm, opening, relaxing, fresh air, sun, those are good things. Hydration is vital. So spring water, uh, maybe a little bit of salt, lemon, but in general, just hydration is vital. Sometimes I do it in different ways. And then often looking into daily parties. So like if I could only get one or two things done, what would those be? And then usually, you know, after getting all those done, I prepare my first tonic of the day or elixir or drink or whatever you want to call it. 
and that rotates. Sometimes I use caffeine, sometimes I don't. Sometimes it's coffee, sometimes it's tea, sometimes it's nothing of those. It's just like tonic herbs. Sometimes it's something totally random, like just making a hot chocolate and uh, start the day with by eating chocolate or ice cream. Also done that. But today I've been, for the last few days, I've been playing with tremella mushroom and shisandra berries and, and using those. Those are both great for uh, beauty and skin. As a dude, you don't always like focus on that kind of stuff. But I'm making a couple of mini recipes and uh, it's, it's something that women constantly ask. And, and those, if you want to look into uh, shisandra, spelled out a couple different ways, but S-C-H-I-S-A-N-D-R-A and then Tremella is T-R-E-M-E-L-L-A usually. There's a couple different spellings of these, um, these, these but Tremella is a mushroom and Shisandra is a berry and, and they're both, uh, Shisandra is a strong and adaptogen, great for brain performance but also skin and then i'm not joking just because you said that i bought my first i bought my first i guess uh supplement or vitamin of uh shizandra berry last night at the grocery store oh really there and I said, oh that's yeah, funny i had uh, i had andy nilo on my podcast recently yeah. and he was talking about shizandra berry i'd never heard of it um it's one of the never... five original adaptogens it's like it's a fundamental really so yeah i know he's got it in his product alatura natural revitalize and uh swore up and down about shizandra berry and and put it in there other you know above astragalus and some other things he just said the shizandra berry was you know a lot more beneficial and i'm going man i've just amazing what I was out there. I never heard about it. But yeah, just last night, I bought my first bottle of that. Look well, Astragalus does different things that Shisandra can do, but Shisandra is more well-rounded. So it works all three treasures, all the five elements, 12 meridians and whatnot. But it's like, it's a little bit more well-rounded uh, than Astragalus. But then Astragalus has some of um, the telomerase-related things that only Astragalus can do. So a lot of these things I rotate. I usually have, you know, uh, three to four every day sometimes up to 10, but then I switch them up. But right now I've been doing this like Tremella Shisandra drink and then... Uh, uh, the uh, the Tremella uh, mushroom, what form are you... Is that in a powder or are you actually getting the actual mushroom? Yeah, I actually love the actual mushroom, but it's kind of hard okay. to get. I'm going to Chinatown uh, in, in a few days to look for it. But this one is just an extract powder. Um, oh, so gotcha. I do I extract the Tremella that I've been playing with recently. And the Shisandra is I bought the the berries and I self-extracted it for, uh, believe it or not, three years. You don't need to do three years. There's no point of doing three years, but I did it for, I have a three-year project, Shisandra project that I just finished and I'm using that. Oh, really? Wow. Man, uh, man, I just, I love, I could just go on and on all day about this. I know, you know, there's just so much out there that, like I said, might be hidden from some of us. And that was really the goal with this podcast was to get so much about peak performance out to other people. And it started off with things like, you know, simple book reviews that it was just a hobby. I never thought it would turn into anything. Turn out, you know, started off with book reviews and then turned into more of the nootropic stuff after I started learning more about that. And then here we are talking about mushrooms that apparently have been hidden from us over here in the West and uh, not from the rest of the world. So, man, I certainly appreciate your time. I know we could go on for another couple hours about this. Where can we best find you and your company, Four Sigmatic, in the world of social media? How can we steer more people that way and uh, get them involved with some of these benefits as well? Yeah, it's uh, foursigmatic.com. So F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com. And the same Four Sigmatic in social, Facebook, Instagram, whatnot. Find us there. 
chat. We're pretty approachable. We usually reply in 24 hours to everybody, or at least try to do it. And uh, we have a mushroom academy. So if you're interested in just learning about mushrooms, we have a free online e-learning course. So you can also go to foursigmatic.com and find just on the top, you'll find the academy and you can look, learn more about mushrooms in general through videos and, and, and written content. So if, if that strikes your interest, you can do that. And just on, on, a, on a final note to your comment, I think there's so many things that affect our peak performance, happiness, and uh, just life quality in general. And I think the mental game is probably like the most important part. And, but the interesting part is that a lot of people, it's hard to start improving that immediately. Whereas I think if you compare to, you know, martial arts, I think nutrition is like really like the blue belt or something like that. Like the mental game is finally like the black belt, but like you can't go there immediately. So then just like right. making simple, small life hacks with things that you're already doing related to hydration and food and eating and coffee and, and smoothies and exercise and those things that can easily like bump you up and prepare you for uh, something something deeper so I, I just i just think that nutrition is not be all end all but it's very easy to start with so so that's why it's cool man that is so awesome well thank you so much for being here on the success 101 podcast and my listeners are going to be grateful for that and so glad i could bring you on to uh just get all these uh knowledge nuggets out there to uh to them and you know continue you know we wish you continued success on everything that you're doing continue to keep up the great work and helping other people and uh man just keep getting the word out about uh, things that are going to help us hit higher levels of our potential each day so thanks thanks man all right bud take care Hey guys, as always, if you've enjoyed the Success 101 podcast, do me a favor, head on over to iTunes and give it a five-star rating and even a review. That's what tells Apple that you think this podcast is awesome and keeps things going on into the future. If you're looking to connect directly with me, the best way to do that is my email address. That is info at success101podcast.com. Or you can reach me on a wide platform of avenues out in social media. On Facebook at facebook.com slash success101podcast on Twitter at Warren Jared, or on Instagram, my favorite platform of social media on the newly changed name at Success 101 Podcast. I enjoyed having Taro here on the show today and learned a ton about mushrooms and their benefits. I hope you go out and try them for yourselves, and I'll see you again on the next episode of the Success 101 Podcast. Until then. <laughs>